Welcome back to the Tribute Games podcast. <laughs> Small uh, studio, uh, independent studio here in Montreal. Uh, so uh, we take you behind the scenes and show you how we make the video game sausage. Talking to you right now, I am Yannick uh, Belzil. I'm the social media manager and as well as a writer on our games. And uh, to my immediate left... Uh, Dom 2D, I'm a game designer. Michael Larouche, programmer. Following... Stefan, artist. And at the immediate right... Uh, Andy... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so yeah, uh, a new episode of the podcast. Uh, it's been a while, and uh, now that it's out, we can finally an uh, announce that uh, Curses and Chaos is out uh, yet again, but in uh, Europe and Australia this time. It took a long time uh, for that to happen for uh, circumstances outside of our control. So if you were not playing the game on uh, on Steam and you were really waiting for a Vita or a PS4. Now is your time. You can buy it at the right price. <laughs> the right price yeah. now. Because, uh, yeah, that's uh, something funny that happened. Like, uh, it came out... It's super funny. Yeah, it's, uh, it's <laughs> hilarious. We, we laughed for a lot of days. Yeah. yeah. Of course oh, we did. A real lull fest in uh, the office that, that not only the game comes out two weeks later in another territory, but it's uh, um, at the wrong price. It's much more expensive than it's Twice supposed to be. Price. Twice, Twice the price. Twice the price. Twice the price. was like 14 euros. It was supposed to be, I think, nine? Yeah. Something so like that. It's was pretty expensive, and uh, you uh, would think that the, these things would get fixed quite immediately. Well, it got fixed immediately after the guy fixing it came back from his okay. holidays. Holidays. Time is relative. You would think that it's easy to just change uh, numbers like that, but here you go. Anyways, we're not one to uh, burn bridges here, so <laughs> <laughs> please uh, buy uh, some Curses and Chaos, and if you do uh, buy and play it, uh, use the talk about it, take pictures of it, and use the uh, play CNC hashtag. Let us know if you are there playing it. Yeah, but a, a signal boost would help us a whole lot. Make sure to read it posi positively as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Talk about it. Uh, tell your friends. Play with your friends. It's a two-player game. You can uh, smash. It's way fun to smash evil uh, with a partner. We we've been getting some fan art, which is really awesome to get every time. Always cool. Yeah. Yes, it is. It seems weird, but for me, like a, a barometer of success really is fan art and yeah. the way people get into the characters and draw them and do stuff about them. Like, So when we get that in fan fiction, I'll more, of, fan, more fiction. fan art and some fan fiction... Just write it and send it to us. Yeah, it was a really good uh, crossover one. Person illustrated Curses and Chaos, but kind of like in the style uh, of many illustrations I did for uh, Mercenary. Oh, King, right, right. Yeah, the, the, the isometric, isometric. Oh, yeah, isometric, yeah, isometric yeah, series. And uh, so someone did the Curses and Chaos in that style. One, and that was great. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Uh, find a lot of the fan art. We're making uh, fan art folders, uh, fan art albums on our Facebook pages. So go check those out. If on you, Steam also, right? On Steam as well. We're sharing the, the fan art on Steam too. So check those out. It's really cool. Johan brought his Wii U in the office yep. and then Jonathan bought a game to bring in the office. What game? This game is called Mario Maker. And because we make games, I was wondering if any of you guys played and how did you feel about it and uh, what's your read on... Especially for you, Dom, because you're a game designer. How do you feel about Mario Maker? I wish our tools, our level design tools, were as good as this. And I wish there was a uh, undo dog in all of our tools. Mm -hmm. and rocket that, to, uh, rocket delete to delete everything. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, everything is just so smooth. And it's, it's so lovely to design levels in there. It's like, it is an actual game to make levels. It's not as smooth in real life. <laughs> 
<laughs> I don't know. It's it's um it's fun to create levels with the tools that they 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 give us. Uh, and by tools, I mean just all the the blocks and the the monsters and all that. And there's a bunch of new ones also that are fun to play with, like just putting wings and everything, or putting enemies in in cannons. There's a lot to discover, like a lot of mechanics that you discover either by playing levels that people have made or by making them yourself. It's 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 great. Yeah, I was gonna say it's pretty funny to see. Um because we're we're developing tools for a project that doesn't exist. Yeah. And we're <clears throat> we're developing tools to do uh, auto tiling and stuff like that and it's just really I don't know ironic to see it as well done. Yeah. In, yeah. in Mario Maker when when you, we're trying to to do stuff like that and it's it's kind of yeah. It works, but it's and, and it's also it's hard it's to a, achieve. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. hard to achieve. And... It's funny cuz in the game the the features are unlocked every day. That's the thing I hate. It, it's kind of it's kind of bad, but we figured out a way around it. But um, it was kind of funny because it was like features were being added to the tool every day. It's like Andy yeah. would Andy would, would add a bunch of features to the the tool so I can play around with with the levels. <laughs> the thing I found kind of cool about that is if you played around with it enough, it would just like unlock the features yeah. early. I think it did that deliberately. Like it announced it was coming out the next day, but. Most of the time, you'd end up getting it the same day. Yeah, I think that's what they patched in actually, because people were complaining in the reviews. The whole point of the game is to is to play with the different blocks, and you can't do it. Yeah. But you can uh, let the whole palette of the t of the blocks be available to new newbies because you'd be like overwhelmed with yeah. all the blocks. Yeah, no, so but they, they could just be like a, there could just be like. Do you want to unlock stuff? Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to? Are you a beginner and you want to play the whole game or? Cause, cause, like, if you buy it, if you, like, we, we have it here, we right. play here all the time. If I buy it at home, I have to go through that whole yeah. process again of unlocking all the blocks. It's really stupid. Yeah. That's it's the not... whole point of the game is, is to play with these blocks. Yeah. You should have done, like, a tutorial to unlock the step or just as you ask, Oh, yeah. I already played this game. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah exactly. I, I was comparing it to, uh, the WarriorWare on DS, do it yourself. Oh, yeah. Which had, like, Eight hours of tutorials, and every tutorial would unlock a new feature. It was it was the worst thing of all time. It was it was so much wasted time and so like there were there were little uh, dialogue and bullshit before every single step. It was terrible. But well, I did do the the waiting game for when I, I did buy Mario yeah. Maker for myself. I found it interesting because I was when you are limiting in, in palette, you have to use your more creative in yeah. a way. So. I know all the, the items in Mario because this is Mario. So, yeah. But that's, I find it kind of fun to wait today. Uh, I can't wait to get Mario 3 mm. as I said. But, yeah. but sometimes because we know all the tiles, I, I'm making a level with the, the first two days. And mm. I I think, oh, that would be a great place for a hidden block or yeah. for something. And I, I have to wait like four more days to unlock it. But I don't know. It's not so bad. One level that I made, I made only with... What you get unlock on the second day, I think the level was pretty much interesting because of that. Because mm -hmm. I only used the new item, so it was like a teaching tool. Yeah. I was I designed the level as, oh, this is the new item, I have to teach the player how to use it. Mm -hmm. So It's great how they... I see, I see the value of it. I just yeah. think it's it's stupid that there isn't an option yeah. to skip to yeah, 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 of course. The, the example levels you get every time something is unlocked is, are pretty great. Because yeah. it's... Yeah, so every time you unlock like five or six new elements, it shows you a level and makes you play a level that has all of those things in it so you're already inspired to create new stuff with it it's it's awesome so the one thing i 
didn't quite like about that was just the way that they would like interrupt the like you're in the middle of editing a level or something yeah. and they'll just ram this like <clears throat> dialogue message in your face and it's mm-hmm. like do you want to create or play this test level and yeah. it's not really clear at that point whether or not you're gonna like be able to keep your what you've made so far or mm-hmm. I, don't know. I don't know if you keep it but I think Logically, you should keep what you were currently editing. In, in yeah. But I think if but you play it, you can edit that one. So I don't know. It, it's a it's a weird flow. Yeah. yeah. Yes, little rocket starts. <laughs> <laughs> no. So yeah, it's pretty much. We didn't tell. It's pretty much inspired by Mario Paint. So if you yep. play Mario Paint on Super Nintendo, it's like you get the undo dog, the rocket, the all the sounds effect. Yep. Go, go, Save for also, a <laughs> yeah, also the flies water. The flies water. Oh yeah, it's a secret. Yeah. It's a secret. Oh, <laughs> Spoiler. No, it's not. If you want, you want to know this that secret, but you can also like click on. No, the, but there in the in Mario Maker, if yeah. you if you click on the screen. Too fast for too long, it yeah. just pops up the the, sw- the fly swatter game. Oh, that's how you go on the fast. So. Yeah. Also, all the letters in the Super Mario Maker title screen, go click on them like mm-hmm. in Old Mario Paint. It's pretty fun. So they make the, all the elements pretty fun, which is pretty cool. But uh, like a lot of people talk about how it might create like a new generation of game designer, and we were just talking about how or it can create some understanding and how at the same time we're creating new tools. Do you think that the smoothness of the Mario of the <laughs> Mario Maker tools create unrealistic expectations for young bit. game designers yeah, who will yeah, I think so. enter like the porn. workplace? It's like yeah. porn for sex. Yeah. 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 It's not going to be like that. These tools, you'll never get these tools in real life. <laughs> but it, it also just teaches one aspect of game design, mm-hmm. which is level design. Yeah. And I hope that people understand that just deciding all what all the pieces in the Mario Maker tools what every single piece of does is a game designer's job like deciding that you can put those things in the cannon what the cannons do what speed the bullets are what all those things are made by a game designer like you're not just when you hire the company to do game design you don't have all those things ready for you to create levels in it like this magic thing that is Mario Maker so it's one aspect that people will learn which is good what else have you guys been playing recently like uh... last night I played uh, Gyrus and uh... play what? Garrus on, on the NES. This is the, the, the tunnel shooters from Konami. Oh, okay. It's pretty good. It's pretty great. Also, another like weird shooter, weird vertical shooter for the NES called Seek Cycross. I don't know how to pronounce it, but. What's the game we played at the, um, at the arcade the other day? Oh, the ColecoVision one. The Slender, something like that? Slender, Slender. This is the ColecoVision game. You have Slither. Tra- yeah. Slender, yeah. You have a trackball. Yeah. And somehow I was I was the winner in the every time we got an arcade in Montreal that's run by one of my friends uh, and they do competition at each night and the competition this time was this game I, I won and Dumb Two D was like second by twenty points by twenty points yeah it was kind of a weird game where you're you're moving around with the trackball and snakes and dragons come in the screen yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you have to shoot them what but more do you want yeah snakes and dragons it's like inspired by a centipede and millipede yeah but the cool thing was you could shoot uh you can move around and shoot up or down but it was oh. just a button to switch between up or down hmm. so sometimes the enemies would come from the side or from the bottom so you'd have to like move up and shoot them from the top instead so it's kind of so a cool it's a dynamic shooter. no not at all <laughs> no it's yeah but it's, it, most, it's mostly uh, millipede and centipede on steroids. Yeah, I think we should do more more of those competitions where it's 
you're basically jumping in blind into a game, and you need to figure it out within the three lives you have to yeah. be, to get a high score. The old wizard competition. Yeah, a wizard. Yes. Yeah, wizard was was blind for sure because they they had never played Mario three. So. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. But the 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 kid already knew about the flutes and everything. But whatever. Oh, but he was a wizard. He's a wizard. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So, Adam, what have you been playing recently? Uh, not much. Uh, me and Steph, we've been playing uh, Skyforce. Skyforce. Uh, I think Steph mentioned it on a previous podcast yeah, on it was iOS. Game, yeah. And then a couple of weeks ago, we realized it came out on Steam in April. Yeah. <laughs> totally April. Missed that. yeah. It's been a while. It's been yeah. a while. And I think it was right then that we were complaining that it was not on Steam. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, no, it's, it's a really good shmup. It's really um, cool. I really, uh, just really like all the, the systems they have going on in the game. I think it's a really, they, they managed to do, uh, they, they, they added difficulties and, uh, a lot of replay value without having to really create anything new. Yeah. Just by the way they, they handled, uh, you have a, there's a metal system. Yeah. Different goals. Uh, for each level, there's four, four metals that, uh, that unlocks more difficulties and uh, and the more difficult it gets the they 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 just did that by kind of shrinking the space between waves and between enemies, enemies yeah. so things that you get combinations of enemies that you wouldn't get in the lesser yeah. difficulty levels just because there now there's less space in between them and i don't know i thought it was really uh, really crafty yeah, I think it's the first time I don't mind replaying the same levels over and over again. Yeah. Because of the, the side goals, like you have to not get hit once or kill all the enemies or save all the little humans you have to save. Yeah, exactly. And this so. makes you... Because usually shmups are all about repeat play. Like you repeat the levels until you know them by heart, until you can avoid all the bullet hell and all that. But this makes it fun because you, you have a different goal every time you play a level. Yeah. It's pretty fantastic. And just the... Add, add the, the, the leveling up system to yep. that. Like you're, you're always, anytime you play, uh, through a level, you just, you're just gathering stars. Yeah. That you can buy stuff with them yeah. later. Upgrades. On. So yeah, it's really, uh, yeah, it's a fantastic game. Fantastic shoot em up. Very accessible. And they've added the, uh, second player. Yeah. In the, the Steam version. We need to try that. Yep. Definitely. I need to play it. Yeah, yeah, no, it's, fun. it's really good, and it's it's, <laughs> it's really pretty really, it's really well done. It's super beautiful. I was really impressed uh, by just by the iPhone version, and I was uh, right there. I was thinking they didn't, they wouldn't even need to do anything more to port it to yeah. to PC. So, but they did. They added a few things: challenge mode and they stretched the screen. Like it's not one of those shmups that is just like half the screen and vertical yeah, no, mode. But I mean, like graphically, I don't think they had to. No. I think it's to retouch anything. I think it's there's no there's no slow mo. I think it was one of the features in the iOS version was when you were not touching the screen, it would slow down. Yeah, well, it's just because there wasn't any uh, any pause. Oh right, 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 right. Yeah, I played that, and uh, I also played the um, second game uh, of um, Stealth Bastard. Yeah, they changed the name for uh, Stealth Inc. Uh, yeah. I don't know. They Is that just it? yeah, they they dropped the bastard. Okay. Oh yeah, for PS4 and probably uh, it was free. A couple oh right, ago. In, on With Humble a bundle yeah. or something like that. But is it? Does it start hard? Like the first one got really, really hard at um, some point. No, I think overall it's it's a bit 
easier than the first one. The okay. first one was really like a, you could tell it was a designer, uh, a designer had fun. Yeah. <laughs> somewhere. <laughs> a crazy, uh, crazy person. Crazy evil yeah. designer. Uh, so yeah, I think it's a bit easier overall. Uh, it was pretty fun. They, they added some kind of, um, like there's, the levels are are all contained in this huge factory thing. Okay. So you have to. Uh, there's a little parkour in between each uh, each level, and so yeah, pretty cool. It's I mean, a, really for those like for it. those who haven't played it, it's kind of a stealth puzzle pl- platformer game. Stealth action platformer. Yeah, it's, it's really, a lot about. They have dynamic light, and they they use it pretty well. Yeah. It's really uh, it's really well done. It's really simple, and and. Um, I feel like the first one was all in 2D, but maybe on. I think it was, yeah. And uh, they 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 changed it for 3D for oh, this one, but okay. uh, everything stayed like the controls, control wise, it stayed everything stayed the same. So it's it's pretty cool. Cool. But it, it, they got to do a bit more since it's in 3D. Mm-hmm. Have you been been playing anything, Andy? Uh, well, over the last weekend, I was playing through. Uh, Recently released RPG called uh, Undertale. Yeah, um, just really cool, uh, cute little RPG. Well, so it's it's. Cute, I uh, guess the the elevator quirky. pitch for it is the RPG where in which you can get out of every battle just by talking. Yeah, every <laughs> fight. Well, not necessarily just by talking, but you can get out of every every fight without killing anyone. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, it's all it's always. <laughs> um, you can always take like a pacifist route through every encounter. That you, you can bore your enemies dead. Uh, in, the, in some, you can negotiate. Kinda, yeah. Yeah. And uh, stop as talking. A, I will leave you alone. <laughs> and at some point, you get to uh, date a skeleton. Nice, which is nice. always an essential part of any RPG. Yeah, just, interspecies uh, dating. Yeah, I, I read in the the description that there's at least four dogs also in that game. Yes, maybe there, five. There are several dogs, yeah. and it, uh, it really adds to the experience. Yeah. That's that's actually in the the Steam description. It's yeah. like there there's two dogs in this game, and then two points there is like I think I added a third dog, maybe a fourth. Yeah. <laughs> also, like the. Um, I don't know, the specs for the soundtrack download or like, uh, I don't know, CPU. Yeah, sure. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, like, uh, graphics card. Yeah, it's just music files. <laughs> it's only graphics for that. Yeah. That's, true. That's great. I also played the Gunslip, the new, uh, new tree. Yeah, it was five bucks this weekend. Was it good? Was it good? Uh, yeah, pretty good. Did you play it by yourself? No, I played with a friend, okay. and uh, but my my computer is shit, so I had to play on minimal settings. Mm. It wasn't that bad, but I heard I it think. wasn't super exciting. The time I played was fun. Yeah, yeah it's like, we played easy because couldn't bother to uh, to die that much for mm. the game for what it is. There's there were some maps that were really cool. Like, um, the ones where you had to, uh, to do a bit more, uh, back and forth and, like, uh, the, the, the more, uh, Metroidvania ones, like where you have to, okay. uh, to go and unlock stuff, come back to the middle. And so, yeah, a couple of them were cool. Uh, but yeah, in general, I think maybe a bit too simple. Like, probably the difficulty makes it, uh, yeah, more interesting. A bit more interesting, but still, like, I don't know. 
Some of them were really just stretches of like a corridor. Yeah, okay. You just have to get to the end. It has one of the best loading screen messages. It just says there are help helpful messages in the loading screens. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? There are. There truly are. I, for my part, I've been uh, play, I've been trying um, always sometimes monster. Oh, really? Which uh, I ju- I'm still just like in the fifth first. 10, 15 minutes of it. Uh, it's an RPG game, and I don't know anything about it. The first time I heard about it was at the Canadian Video Game Awards uh, last year. The prestigious awards. Yeah, yeah, those prestigious awards. And he, they won for best writing, so... But other than that, I don't know anything about it. So, so far it seems to be a RPG that is really like a huge character tree, and I'll have to navigate it between relationships and decisions and stuff like that. There doesn't seem to be any fighting or that no. type of mechanic so uh, i'm interested i'm curious i'm interested to see when you get deep into that game like where does that lead because uh i hear it goes to some like dark places and and actually tackle really um really serious themes yeah. which is pretty rare for a top-down rpg thing like pizza pocket or craft dinner yeah, exactly. Well, those are mature teams as far as I'm concerned because they impact your health uh, in the long term. But um, in fact, when you start a game, you can have you can my you're sort of hungover with your character. You microwave a pizza pocket like at the oh beginning. Oh my god! So maybe you already maybe you know more than you think about this game. Maybe already. it's about me. Yeah, maybe it's about you. God, am but, I living um, in an RPG? Yeah, it's uh, it's an adaptation Charlie Kaufman type of situation where that <laughs> your own life will be mirrored by uh, the thing you're being. That's scary. Hopefully, it ends better. Too, too much grinding. Yeah. I wouldn't like that. A lot of grinding in adaptation. <laughs> well, trying to find that flower so bad, so much grinding. Anyway, so uh, yeah, I really because I said so bad, but I meant to say that but all the grinding was bad. Not that adaptation is bad; it's brilliant. Adaptation is pretty fantastic. Yeah, it's awesome. So that's pretty interesting. And like you say, the fact that they tackle like important themes, like I'm curious to see how that type of game the tangles with that. Just try to learn something new from RPG gameplay and stuff like that. So yeah. it's fun so far. It's, it's pretty rare. In, it's pretty rare in RPG because most RPGs like standard like wizard, wizards, fantasy, cliche yeah. plot. So again, most boring. I mean, the one that comes in my mind is uh, Eternal Sonata, was like a game based on. The last dream of Frédéric Chopin. I bought this game. I was told, oh, this looked like different uh, for yeah. a G- Japanese RPG. Then I come into like the middle of the story. It's like, we have to save the world. It's like, uh, no. I'm still yeah. playing the game. Someone's because I was pissed off because it was so cliche. Someone at a mid-production meeting, like, guys, <laughs> I don't know if we can maintain that Chopin stuff for a whole game. Like, oh, well, let's see what happens. <laughs> So uh, anyway, so always sometimes I'm, I'm enjoying it so far. I'm looking forward to see where it goes because um, I'm not announcing that we'll do an RPG something, but I'd like to write one, yeah. and I feel like I need to take a a prolonged uh, RPG bath. Yeah. So uh, if if we have uh, listeners who have uh, uh, suggestions for off the beaten path RPGs or stuff like Undertale, mm-hmm. uh, I'm curious about them, and I want to. Or if there's our our RPG classics, you feel I should play because I'm. Outside of Legend of Zelda, like it's, I have not played that much of it. I've know of them, but I have not played all that much of them. So if you have suggestions, please send them to me. I mean, the obvious one is Artbound, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, it's so weird and special. Yeah, with I don't know with who I talk about. I, probably everyone in the office, but I love the world of Earthbound so much as I've learned about it from Smash Brothers, yeah. from looking at Let's Plays and stuff like. But the the 
the re the turn based stuff is stuff that does it just does not interest me at all, and I feel like I have to sludge through that right. to get through like the the, the actual um, soul of the game. Yeah. There there is actually a lot of grinding in that game. Yeah. It's not that fun, but the rest of it is just so good and perfect, and the dialogue and the world and even the me- the combat mechanics are weird. Like the mm-hmm. the fact that as you're losing HP, it's kind of a, a counter thing that mm-hmm. rolls down. If you heal while it's going down, you, it stops damaging you. There's some weird quirks in the, even in the mechanics that are really fun. And uh, also, I'm just saying that out in the universe. Uh, I don't think there's a Manic Mansion version on Steam. There's not a version of Manic Mansion on Steam. And I would like to play that again soon, so someone hmm. make one. Get onto it. Yeah. Maybe, maybe we should just do it ourselves. Well, they're, they're redoing Day of the Tentacle, right? Uh, they're doing an HD remake of it. Yep. And in Data Tentacle, there's an arcade machine that has Manic Mansion in it. Ah, oh, so maybe that. <laughs> I mean, I, I... You can play the whole thing in I, the game. I remember playing it as a kid, and I loved it. It was impossible. It was it was way it, too hard. It was pretty hard. And I remember finishing it, and there was time travel in it, so I'm, I'm in the tank for that. But still, there's something special about Manic Mansion yeah. that uh, you know, I want to play and, again, take a bath in that type of... Um, Game storytelling and yeah. gameplay that it's the way they both fuse together. And on that uh, compelling note, I think we should end this podcast uh, right now. And uh, yeah. I'm done with my beer, so yeah. Yeah, well, th- this podcast has been time through beer drinking. We're drinking delightful, Oops, sorry, <laughs> delightful uh, Tremblay beer. Yeah, super creamy. So, guys, where can we uh, find you on the internet this week? Uh, Dumb to D on Twitter, Tumblr, everything. Michael Larousse on Twitter uh, at JGS Boutin. And everything. By the time you'll be hearing this, Stefan will have posted pictures of interesting statues he recently saw <laughs> on his Twitter. I encourage you to go check it out. <laughs> yeah, I should. I should. Okay, and uh, I'm Eggboy Color on Twitter. Uh, you can find me at Yannick Belzil, and you can find uh, Tribute Games at Tribute Games. Also, uh, we have a, uh, we're started putting more stuff on our YouTube channel, so you can Ooh. see me welcoming you on the channel. See on, you? See, yes. Wow. Uh, well, in fact, don't, don't go watch that. Just <laughs> watch the rest of the. You can uh, hear me sneeze in that clip. Yeah, so there's a. There, exclusive sneeze. You can uh, see. Exclusive sneeze. <laughs> but you can hear like his, uh, bodily, uh, function cameo, uh, audio cameo in that video. But we also put other episodes of the podcast on it. Parts of the soundtracks for Curses and Chaos and our previous games. And there will be more stuff there in the future. And there are giveaways uh, for uh, Curses and Chaos there as well. So check that out. You uh, will be giving the link in the YouTube, uh, in, in the uh, podcast show notes. And uh, we'll also, we also have a new newsletter. So if you want to uh, subscribe to that, you can find the link in the show notes, uh, in the podcast show notes. And where are those show notes, you might ask? They're on uh, the, the Tumblr for the podcast, which is tributegamespodcast.tumblr.com. So that's pretty much it. So uh, on that note, thank you for listening in again, and uh, we'll be talking at you very soon.